Hey, what's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Fitness Goal Friday. Today we're going to talk about how pursuing a fitness goal is a balance of order versus chaos. Hey, what's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Fitness Goal Friday. Today I am really fascinated to talk about this balance of order versus chaos. Now, if you guys have ever read or heard of Dr. Jordan Peterson, read his book, The 12 Rules for Life, or read his newest book, Beyond Order, then this is what this is the topic that, that this episode is going to be about, the balance of order versus chaos. And this is just a principle of life where the he talks about the maximum level of meaning is when we're pursuing life with the appropriate balance of order versus chaos. And I'm going to talk about how it relates to pursuing a fitness goal. And then I'm going to actually play for you guys an Instagram post that I just posted today at the time that I'm recording this about how you want to care for a balance of the current version of yourself and you want to care for the future version of yourself. And that's the same thing. It's a balance of order versus chaos. Order is the current version of yourself, the version of yourself that you know and then chaos, the future version of yourself, the unknown, that is that which is yet to become. So this balance of order versus chaos. When you're determining a goal, a fitness goal, it needs to be a balance of worthy and winnable. Chaos means it's worthy, means it's meaningful, means it'd be a stretch, means it'd be a, bi- a big goal, mean, means you'd be fired up if you achieved it. But winnable means you actually believe that you can do it. That's order. You can't go too worthy and completely forget about winnable because if it's too big of a goal and you don't even factor in whether or not you believe that you can achieve it, then you're going to start working towards that goal and then you're going to realize that you have no chance of achieving it and you're going to lose hope in your ability and then you're going to quit. Now, if it's too winnable, if it's too easy of a goal to achieve, you're going to realize that the path in achieving it is very easy and therefore it's not worth your while. So it needs to find the appropriate balance of order and chaos. It needs to find the appropriate balance of worthy and winnable. That's the first way that order and chaos applies to a fitness goal. The second way is after you've laid out that worthy and winnable goal, you need to come up with what I call progress indicators. Now, progress indicators are things that you believe that you can do every single week en route to achieving your goal, and they will allow you to achieve it. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to lose, if I want to lose, 10 pounds in 10 weeks. My progress indicators might sound something like I'm going to work out five times a week for 45 minutes and I'm going to make sure I eat five of my dinners at home this week, right? So if you do those things that you believe, it will indicate to you that you're making progress towards your overall goal. But those progress indicators need to be predictive and workable. Predictive means You need to believe that if you do them, they will predict success with your overall goal. Meaning that if I believe, if or if I work out those five times a week, if I eat those five dinners at home every single week, then I truly believe that doing that will predict the success of my weight loss. So that's the one thing. It needs to be predictive, but then it also needs to be workable. Workable meaning they need it needs to be an amount that I'm willing and able to do based off of what I've been willing and able to do in the past. So let's say you are you say you want to start working out five times a week for 45 minutes, but currently you don't work out at all. Well, working out five times a week then is not very workable for you because based off of what you've been willing and able to do in the past, you're not even close to that number. 
So maybe instead of working out five times a week, maybe you try to work out two. But if you have been working out three or four times a week, or you've already been working out five times a week, then working out five times a week for 45 minutes is more workable for you because you've proven that you've been willing and able to do something similar in the past. Because at the end of the day, what you're willing and able to do in the future is largely representative of what you've been willing and able to do in the past. So, two things that have a balance of order and chaos. Your overall fitness goal, what I call your success indicator, which could be weight loss, it could be running a faster mile, it could be increasing your bench press, it could be decreasing your 40 time, it could be decreasing your waistline, it could be fitting into your, your old pair of jeans, it could be whatever it is. That needs to be worthy and winnable. It needs to be something that's meaningful, but it also needs to be something that you believe that you can achieve. And then your progress indicators, those things that you believe that you can do everything, do every single week that will indicate to you that you're making progress towards that overall goal, they need to be predictive, meaning you believe that if I do this, then I'll get that, but they also need to be workable. It needs to be not too much. You can't say that you're going to start working out seven times a week, start drinking 100 ounces of water every single day and go completely clean and, and never eat any sweets if you have been doing terribly with your health and fitness up to this point. You have to select an amount that you're willing and able to do based off of what you've been willing and able to do in the past. So those are two things where it requires a balance of order and chaos in Dr. Jordan Peterson's terms. And then the last thing, I'm going to play you guys a clip from my most recent Instagram post on how we need to, in self-leadership, we need to care for two different people. We need to care for the current version of ourselves, but we also need to care for the future ver version of ourselves that we have yet to become. The version of ourselves that we're going to be tomorrow, the version of ourselves that we're going to be next week, next month, next year, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road. So I hope you guys enjoy the clip from my Instagram story. If you don't follow me on Instagram yet, follow me at, at carrier underscore best you. Also, make sure you share this episode with a friend or family member. Share it with somebody who thinks that setting huge goals is the name of the game because that is not the name of the game. You need to find that appropriate balance of worthy and winnable. And send this to somebody who is known to start, to start a crazy diet or start a crazy workout routine or who always does that New Year's resolution and kills themselves in the first 30 days and then quits for the next three months. Because this is an episode that can completely change their outlook and their viewpoint because this is something that has proven to work with hundreds of people that I've coached. And I want you to make sure that they get this information in their ears. But for now, here's that clip from my Instagram post on how we need to care for the current version of ourselves and the future version of ourselves. So I recently realized one of the most important leadership lessons that one can learn. And I actually learned it from my dad. He didn't say it, but I, I realized it. And that is, you have to care about who you're leading. When it comes to the person you're leading, you have to care about two different versions of that person. You have to care about the version of who that person is today, and you have to care about the version of who that person will become tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, five years, 10 years down the road. And I realized that because it's a huge leadership lesson. It's a huge leadership lesson of self-leadership of leadership over somebody else and of parenting. Because I've realized that I think one of the big, biggest reasons my parents are so great is 
I have the, a really good balance of my mom is very much a large percentage. Like if I had to put a percentage on it, she probably 90% cares about the person who I am today and 10% the person who I will be in the, down the road. And my dad is probably more like, he cares like 20, 30% about who I am today and he cares more like 70 to 80% of who I'm gonna be down the road, right? Like when I bought my house and he comes to the house, he's pointing out all the different things that I need to, to fix and, and adjust and all that kind of stuff. And the version of me today is a little frustrated, like, gosh, dang it, like, dad, I don't wanna hear this right now. But he's trying to protect the version of me that I'm going to be in a week and a month and a year so that I don't have to deal with that stuff. And that's just like one example of, something that I've experienced from him uh, growing up. But the thing is, you you realize that when you're older, then you appreciate the things that that leader did for you when you're older. It's like when you're, I know that playing sports in high school, sometimes you roll your eyes at your coaches or your teachers in high school and you're like, oh, like, I don't wanna do this, this is so annoying, this is pointless. But then when you get older, you appreciate it and you realize that now I actually am the future version of myself and I appreciate what they did for me even though I didn't like it in the moment. And so you have to, again, there's three different people that, you're, that this applies to. When you're leading yourself, you have to make sure you're not just taking care of the version of who you are today, but you're also setting up the future version of yourself up for success. You have to make sure you're putting, you're doing workouts now that might be painful now that you might not want to do now, but it's setting up the future version of yourself to be healthy and feel good and, and have a lot of energy. You have to make sure you're taking care of your finances now that you're not spending stupid money on things that maybe you want now so that maybe you're going to have more money and you've accumulated more money and more wealth so you can, so you can be appreciative of that down the road, right? So Self-leadership is a balance of caring who, caring about who you are now and, and caring about who you're going to be in the future. And then same thing. I know when I'm coaching clients, sometimes it's hard for me to sometimes be hard on my clients because I want to care about who they are today. But I have to remind myself that I owe it to them to hold them to a high standard and to hold them to a high level of accountability because I have to remember that I can't just care about the version of who they are today. I can't just care about them being happy with me and liking me today. I want them to be appreciative of, appreciative of me down the road when they live in and become the, the future version of themselves and are hopefully better off because of the leadership quality that I hopefully had or have of not caring about who they are today but caring about who they are in the future. And then again, parenting, like I already showed that, had that example, but I think it's hard for a lot of leaders to do that. I know, I know it's hard for me to not put their current level of happiness first because I feel like I'm a, a little bit of a people pleaser and I, I don't want somebody to be mad at me or, or uh, somebody to dislike me in the moment, but sometimes you have to just suck it up. But it, it's a balance, it's a balance. If you just cared about who they were in the future, then that person's going to not do your 10 week program or that person's gonna quit uh, and not wanna be work underneath you um, or that person's gonna run away from home, right? Like you can't only care about who that person's gonna be down the road, you have to balance it out. You can't just care about who the person is today because if you're a parent and you only care about who your child is today, you're setting them, you're setting them up for failure. Like I think that's one of, I can't relate because I'm not a current parent, but I feel like that's where where one of the one of the things that people go wrong as parents right now is they only care about who the person who the kid is today, and they're not being hard on them 
like they need to to set the future version of them up for success. Um, but it's a balance. It's a balance. It's, it's a tough balance, and it's a daily challenge and daily struggle to figure out how to balance it out when it comes to leading yourself, leading others, and being a parent.